What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Basics Podcast. Today's a fun one because we actually have three guests on the show versus one. We have the beautiful artist and kiteboarder who goes by the name of at Megan Annex. So she just launched a website, lifeofmegan.com, where she's selling lots of fun art stuff related to kiteboarding and ocean life. And then I also got to sit down with two new friends of mine who go by at their beginner on Instagram. We're on a similar mission where they're trying to build out courses and really focus on helping people start and finish stuff. Their whole goal is to kind of help people live their dream life. So yeah, today's episode is a fun one. We touch on a lot of cool stuff. If you're someone who's trying to start something and you're kind of stuck in the thinking stage or you're just scared of like what happens if it doesn't work out, this episode is definitely for you. So hopefully you stick around and enjoy the little jam session. All right, guys, let's jump into the podcast. Wow. One, three, five, go! Coming from the wild, wild west indeed. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the episode, everyone. <laughs> welcome to your everyone. first podcast and our first as well. Yeah. How are yeah. we doing? Oh, we're good, yeah, we're good. <laughs> it's very weird being on the podcast and not listening to it. Right? Long time coming, Baba. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching you do it for ages, so. Yeah. That time we're going to roll. Does yeah. it feel good to finally have a mic in the hand? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Jake Kelsick right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So to kind of start off the episode, I just want to let people know a little bit about, you know, who you are. So, Megan, you could probably start. Just give people a little intro to, like, you know, what you're up to, what you're working on, and yeah. kind of where they can find you. Um, obviously, <laughs> I'm Megan. <laughs> so, yeah, no, uh, I've been living in Antigua for five years now, and I've just started lifeofmegan.com, and I'm basically a platform just to try and sell my art, um, just push some products out there, get people to buy it, and... Yeah, and just basically spread my love for art, and that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm up to right now. Cool. And how's it been going, Bob? It's been going yeah, pretty it's, sick. It like, has actually, surprisingly good. It's way, way more than yeah. I ever thought I was going to get. Because it's been super fun, because I actually helped Megan build the website and all that stuff, and it's cool to actually build something, kind of just leak it out onto social media, and then have people like actually react and really like love what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm excited to see like where it continues to Definitely, yeah, yeah. grow into, you know? Yeah. And are you wearing the proof, right? Right, right here. <laughs> Life from Megan. This is one of wow. Megan's designs. Like, it's super crazy. So. That's Pat the Pelican. I really love right? him. Pat yeah. the Pelican. He's awesome. Yeah. And then you guys, like, what's, what's your story? Uh, I'll let Luz uh, do this part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm Luz. Mm, 29 years old, almost 30. Uh, that's painful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Uh, we're just starting up uh, Dear Beginner. And uh, we recently are living in Antigua for a few months. So that's quite fun. That's new. And uh, yeah, just trying to set up our brand right now. Mm. And their beginner, what's the you know what's the plan with their beginner? The name kind of describes it a little bit, but what is your kind of vision for the brand and what you're doing? Yeah, we're planning to build a platform. We have several products, so we have a masterclass. Uh, we do book recommendation. We have our Instagram, and all combined, it's their beginner. Mm. And the overall goal is to do what? Are you trying to help people like start stuff? Are you trying to talk about business, talk about kiting? Because I know you guys are pretty new kiters as well. So yeah, like, is it just touching on a lot of different stuff, or is it, you know, what is it focused on really? Yeah, it's um, uh, like the motto of our brand is um, to help people strive for the life they really want to live um, uh, with a beginner's mind. So that means 
uh, if you're a big beginner, then you are open to learn and to uh, you are eager to learn new things and you have an attitude of openness. And that's kind of how we are in life, mm. just wanting to do new things and starting new stuff, <laughs> learning how to guide. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a new thing. Um, and I think people, people usually tend to, um, to like stay in a comfort zone mm-hmm. because it's secure and safe. And as a beginner, it's really unsecure because you don't know what you're doing. Just like with guiding, it's, yeah. uh, we have no idea what we're doing, but we are doing it. So that kind of is uh, the thing we want to cool. get across. Yeah, yeah I yeah. dig it. I dig the, you know, idea and the name is like gold. It's very, you know, people I think are going to get it straight from the gate. So huge yeah. potential. Can't wait to see like when you guys finish kind of building stuff out a bit more and start yeah. leaking it out. Because it's pretty exciting. Yes, it is. Definitely. Cool. So Charlie. I'm Charlie. I'm 39. Trying to be younger every, every day. <laughs> Aging backwards. <laughs> So, yeah, with a beginner's mind, you know, and, um, well, uh, when we started, we actually weren't their beginner. We were the edge in the beginning, but the edge was more like, more ego, more mm. more testosterone, more like, we already did this, and, and now we're just changed that, because, you know, a lot of people can recognize themselves into being a beginner, yeah. and, you know, they have fear of starting new, starting new stuff. So that's why we thought, well, you know, um, if our people are more like beginners as well, and and we are like the edge, and we are doing cool stuff and jumping out of helicopters all the time, <laughs> they can relate with us. So, you know, that's why we changed the name. And this feels so much secure and so much pleasantly yeah. than the first name. So, cool, yeah, man. I think uh, we what, are on what, the right path now. What triggered that switch? Was it just... Over time, you yourself kind of realized maybe you wanted to take it somewhere uh, else, or was it no, some feedback? We, we, what, yeah, what caused yeah, that? We, yeah, we needed we needed some feedback, man. We, <laughs> we had a friend telling us that we because we once shoot like a picture like movie stars in a in a shopping street where we stood like still and people passing us. Mm. And then um, uh, that that picture was awesome, but a friend of us ours told us, yeah, but I'm just a guy with a double chin sitting in the metro all day looking at you guys and I'm like I'm not that uh, that person right mm-hmm. I, I can relate to them so mm-hmm. and then we thought well yeah if if and he's quite a cool guy so mm-hmm. he does awesome stuff but if he says that well there's, there's a much lar- larger group that might uh, feel the same yeah so that's why so we popped it that's cool and that like that brings up something very cool that I actually want to talk about it's like you know, as someone who wants to make stuff and create stuff, a lot of times when you first start, you end up keeping it to yourself for too long or just like, yeah, trying to make it too perfect. And the power of like doing what you guys did, which was just, you know, putting out photos, yeah. putting out whatever you want to put out and being able to get feedback from whether it's friends or just random people who like what you're doing. That's really powerful. That's yeah. when you can actually start to figure things out and grow and continue to like progress. Yeah. Because, you know, some people who like to create stuff, most times you just, like, want to make it, make it, make it. And, like, you've worked in it for so long, you think it's perfect and you put it out and maybe it's just, you know, it doesn't connect with people 
at the right time or the right place, you know. So it's cool. You got to put stuff out there to actually see what's what's happening, if it's good or not, you know. Yeah, and I think that's what happened with us because we put stuff out, but it didn't really make sense to people. Mm. And then we thought, okay, we have all kind of loose things, but we have to put it together and so that people understand it. Mm-hmm. So And then we came up with uh, Dear Beginner because um, we came across like a book we were reading. What was the title again? I'm not sure, but it's by a Zen master who said like, in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, but in the expert mind, there are a few. And that kind of related to us. And then we thought, that's actually what we are doing. And all the things we are creating are uh, attached to that. Mm. So then we thought, okay. And combined with the feedback we got, that was kind of the trigger to start this. When you trying to pivot... Uh, your way through all this, you know, new beginnings, you will find out in the end, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get the feedback. And like you said, if you put it out, then people are going to tell you, well, okay, but I actually like that and not what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. So why, why did you change that? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we needed that feedback as well. And I think a lot of people need to, um, just you shouldn't be ashamed for what you make, right? So, if you make a picture, Megan, yeah, you know, you're, you, you, you just want to put that extra line, and no, you shouldn't. Yeah, eh? and you just have to be confident in what you put out there as yeah. well. It's like whatever you put out there, there's always going to be that one person, that like couple of people that say, "Oh, I don't like it," or "You could have done it this way, you could have done it that way." Yeah, but you're never going to please you, everyone. As long yeah. as you like it and you believe in it, then that's all that really matters. I mean, like, there's going to be those people. You just have to. Yeah. Take it as you know positive criticism and make the change that you can that you want to do. You know, yeah. so you just accept it and then go from there. If, just if have you the confidence to just put it out there. If you just get any any reaction, you know you should you should get some negative reactions yeah, as well. You know, yeah, otherwise you're doing you're doing not exceptional yeah. things, right? So. Yeah. If it's like a cricket and uh, <laughs> yeah. you don't get any feedback, you you need the haters, right? So yeah. a bit because you know, and people will 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 throw stones at you, mm-hmm. but you just have to collect them and just you know yeah. build a nice wall around you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, be protected for that, and yeah. just pursue what you what you're after. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. the thing is, you think that people will care, but actually they don't. You know, you mm-hmm. think yeah. that oh man, uh, I, when I put this picture yeah. out, maybe. Yeah. You know, they, oh, I'm gonna dislike. Place, you know, People don't care. They, yeah. they, they they're just busy with their own lives, right? Mm-hmm. So they they only care. You only get the attention when you uh, radically fail or radically uh, become <laughs> successful. Yeah. Then yeah. they're like, "Hey, who's this?" And then after three seconds, you're gone. You know. Exactly. So just put it out anywhere. You, yeah. You don't care. That's cool, man. And like, so for you guys, what started this whole thing? Why did you guys want to start putting stuff out and stop building an online persona, online brand? What, you know, because you guys haven't been doing this your whole life, have you? Not from day one. So like, what were you guys doing before this? And then what made you want to actually start pursuing, you know, building an online audience and bringing value to people and all that stuff? Big question. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's a big question. Yeah, I think for me... Um, yeah, I was I was going to university. I've done like three studies. Didn't really find my way in it. And um, and actually, at the 
end, like in my final year, I was thinking, uh, why did I go to to university anyways? Because it was um, something you just... just yeah, it was just do. an option. Something the easy thing do. to go and do to say you're doing something. Yeah, it's not yeah. an option. And then I think in my final year or something like that, I started thinking like, okay, what do I want to do? And when I was writing my thesis, we were uh, traveling in Mauritius and we were talking about stuff and then I thought, okay, I have a choice. I can work in an office like from nine to five or I can do something that is really fulfilling. Mm -hmm. So um, I was writing my thesis and I started started thinking and uh, we actually started coding because that's something we wanted to do okay so we learned that and then we (laughs) (laughs) we went from there and yeah that that's kind of it yeah cool so you guys just wanted to do something that was fulfilling to do every day yeah sure basically if if you want an average life you know Make sure you get uh, stay out of trouble, <laughs> go to a school, and find a job you might like, right? Yeah. And we don't want an average life, so we want the full life that we, when we look back, that we won't regret anything. We made all the mistakes uh, we could make, but we had a life that, that feels full and complete. Mm. So that's why we are chasing. I think it's, it's, it's a big dream to chase this, you know? It's mm-hmm. scary. It, uh you know, uh, it doesn't go without fear. So yeah, but mm. you know, we're just doing it, and we're we like uh, like we said, we just act as beginners as well. Okay, this is new for me. Show mm-hmm. me the way. I'll I'll learn from you. You know, I I'm not the guy just saying that I know everything and that you know yeah. people stipulate uh, their lives like this. And you see that online a lot. You know, like yeah. like there are quite a quite a good guys like Gary Vee and Tony Robbins and they're like they have like a very uh, rigid uh, mm-hmm. program like do this and do that and yeah and we're more like Socrates like you know okay how does it work okay no well oh we're gonna learn from each other oh that's nice all right yeah. so that's that's what I like as le- uh, what I like as well yeah yeah cool it's interesting man and then for Megan like with your whole art thing it's, it's a pretty interesting story because when I first met Megan I didn't really know you were that into art. No, and then I didn't really ever do it. I sort of came out of college having been forced to do art that I didn't want to do. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So as soon as I left college, I was like, I'm not going to draw again. Like, okay, it's fun, but I've always been forced to do stuff that I want to do. Yeah. So I just never did it. And then, yeah, I guess a couple of years later, I just started drawing again. Yeah, and it was so funny for me because for me, I've been like on this pursuit to create stuff and make stuff and like... I'm kind of the person who wants to do as much as I can. So I learn about video. I learn a little bit about Photoshop, illustration. There's everything to kind of allow me to do whatever I want to do. And then I saw some of Megan's drawings. I'm like, what are you doing, girl? Like, this stuff is so good. Like, you can actually draw on paper. Like, that's a skill, you know? Yeah. You need to somehow... I I think I needed you to tell me that it was good because I've always drawn. Like, I've always always had a pencil, like... Thought of it as drawing. Whatever, like it's in my bedroom as a kid, just doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I guess I just, my parents are like, yeah, it's good, it's good, Max, yeah, you know, like it's good, it's really, but like, I guess. 
you couldn't see much further, like where you could yeah. actually take it. Yeah. I needed someone to be like, oh wow, you can actually do so well with that, and you can try this, and you can do that, and yeah. you were just that person that did that. And that's why I like people like Ivy, even though he has a very like you know macho bam bam bam. But like if you get past just that and dive into like what he talks about, he's doing so much good in the world. Like for me, it's just cool to have someone like that where like. You know, he's making good money doing whatever he's doing, but he, like, understands the power of social and understands the power of, like, communicating a message that's going to actually help people. And building the audience. And building an audience. He loves to, to, yeah, to but he, see the he's world a master at it, you know? <laughs> he's a master. And for me, it's just cool because his stuff is, like, it's raw. Which is, yeah. He's not really doing anything different. He doesn't care. You he's know? And that's what's so intriguing to me because that's another thing that he touches on is, like, document versus create because a lot of times people want to build an online brand build whatever they want to do something online and they get stuck creating figuring out what to create they get stuck in the idea and like you know if you think about it as documenting versus creating you can actually like document you coming up with the idea that's a piece of content and just documenting your journey like the ups downs whatever's happening and that's a very powerful little one liner that if you think about it and you actually take it in it's powerful you know so you don't get stuck because that's the whole thing with what we're doing here it's like you have to put stuff out you have to get feedback you have to do that to learn and grow and figure out how to get better at making stuff what people want to see all of that stuff so you need to to get in that flow state right to become really creative if you're it's more mind, natural, yeah. You will never, you know, like uh, a tennis player, he doesn't think of where he's going to hit, where he needs to run for the next ball. He just yeah, it's a simple knows in thought. the flow state, yeah. and he doesn't even know what he's doing, but he, he just, you know, he, and that's when you're creative, mm-hmm. when you work as a creative, you should you should reach that state as well to, to become successful, I think. Yeah. And don't think about what uh, others think of you, man. They yeah, only so much. It's, it's pretty, like, it's such an exciting time now because as a creative, it's never been easy to, like, communicate your message and do what you want to do. Like, there's so many platforms that allow you to, like, one, showcase your work. Like, Instagram is now basically your portfolio. Yeah. You know, oh, what's your Instagram? And people go there and they can see mm-hmm. very quickly, you know, if you do what you say you do or what you actually do. And it's a very cool time to be alive to be able to tell stories and you know be a creative person like someone like megan who does art and like so good at drawing it's pretty easy to turn those drawings into products and stuff like that and like it's just cool like for me it's just exciting to be around people like you to talk about this stuff and you know but how do you how do you um how do you um how do how can i say this react to your how do you react to your feedback like if it's like positive feedback or negative feed- feedback. Um, I don't know. People obviously directly message me with positive feedback. I always mm-hmm. see, always try and reply like, "Thank you so much," or just try and get back to them as fast as I can. Or um, yeah, just try and just try and be positive all the time, even if it's negative. I had one co- um, week or so ago um, <laughs> about someone messaging me saying I was trying to steal their work and I'm copying their style. <laughs> I need to stop embarrassing myself. <laughs> and I was just a bit like, I've oh never even heard of you before. And then we actually just, checked out their page and yeah. it's like, whack, it's not good stuff. Like and it's obviously not even like, if we put one, mine and theirs together. It's not like, it's okay, it's like if it was kind of the same, like okay, maybe, but... Yeah, but it's, it's different. Yes, they're drawing kite stuff. Yes, it's slightly cartoonish, but put them together, you would clearly tell who is or who and there's no, there's, I've never, I've never even seen them before. 
you know yeah. at, at first it's a bit like ah oh, okay that's that kind of hurts a little yeah. bit like but then I thought about it I spoke to Jake about it and I was a bit like actually they're not even worth a reply because it's yeah, not just it's let not, it be you yeah. know and and just the way they came about it and the way that they how they said it and the words that they used I was like they've obviously got nothing better to do they obviously sit there and wait for people to just be like them to say oh you're like me and blah 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 so it, they just yeah. weren't even worth so they're obviously a bit frightened for your talent or the, yeah maybe and even on their instagram it was like copyright blah 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 so they're obviously a bit sensitive about that stuff anyway so yeah. just let them be i'll just carry on doing my stuff and just put my stuff out there and yeah just try and accept you're on the right track yeah appreciate the good me. and forget the bad and that's it really yeah, but that is a tough part, because even me, I've been putting out content for a long time. I don't even know how many years now, but for some reason, as a human, negative comments stand out. Yeah. For the most part, my YouTube audience, everyone is super stoked and happy for everything I make, but every now and again, there's a guy or someone who just posts something, and it, it always gets to you, but you just have to... I always kind of look at it like they're obviously in a place wherever they are, going through whatever they are, and they're just venting. They're just letting it out. You can't take it personally because they're just, they're just, you know, a troll. The internet's full of trolls who people are just looking for, who have lots for of something to say, hands. you know, yeah. something to try and get some attention. So you just can't take it personally. It's super hard. You are going to see it. It is going to feel weird. But just don't take it personally and don't let it, like, kind of cloud your judgment on if you actually made a good piece of content or not. Because most of the time it's just it's a chill. Doesn't really count yeah, for anything. Yeah, and the thing you know? with you, like, obviously you're in blue waters, hot weather. Yeah. And there's gonna be people that are in snow or like just the complete opposite who are just wishing they were you. Like yeah. you're always gonna get that jealous person. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. For you, you get a lot of. Yeah, for the most part, everyone's good, and like that's the thing. Because for me, what I'm doing, like I just care so much about the energy and the effort that I'm putting into the content that I'm actually trying to bring value to people. It's not, as you guys were saying earlier, it's not the macho look at me, I have an awesome life. It's more of like, yes, for sure, I do get to do a lot of cool stuff, but it's also, I'm trying to like, educate and stoke people out to like, allow them to maybe figure out ways to like, have more fun in their life as well, you know. A lot of kite tutorials where it's like, people like you guys who are kind of getting into sport, you can like, learn a lot of stuff without having to, you know, throw yourself up into the tree or anything like that. So I think that's a big thing too with, when you put stuff out, is like, try and bring value, you know, in whatever way, that may be whether it's just a cool beautiful photo that gives someone a second of happiness for that time or actually teaching people stuff like that or showing people how to do what you do like there's always ways to like try and bring a little extra value versus just making something cool you know so how did you start it out or when did you start it out making and creating stuff yeah, I kind of learned how to make videos when I, maybe 15, 16, roughly, when I first got into kiting, because I started kiting at 10 years old, and by 11 years old, I took it pretty seriously, and I kind of wanted to, like, figure out a way to, like, do it as much as possible, and when I first started, I didn't really have much money to do competitions or anything like that, I was kind of just stuck in a beautiful place on an island where it's great for kiting, but there's not really a lot of kite opportunities, really, um, and then a friend of mine, Andre Philip, was kind of just blowing up at the time and he was kind of he did a bit of comp competitions but he also transitioned into like the media side pretty quickly where he was kind of focused on magazine articles and like dvds and stuff like that so i kind of saw the power in creating media in a sense and that's kind of why i learned how to make videos because i just wanted to make kite videos to show that i could do these tricks and i was a kite that you know was maybe could create some sort of opportunity 
And that's kind of when it first started. And then over the years, it was kind of the same thing for a lot of years. Wasn't really competing that much. Was kind of focused on making videos. But in the early days, we were kind of focused on the perfect video. So usually we'd make like one video a year. And it was like a very polished, good video. And those videos did good. We did a bunch. Basically, there's one called We Did Nothing. There's one called Island Time. And there's one that myself and Dre shot. And I edited the whole video called Cruise Mode. And those videos did super well. They've got over 500,000 views. Like They're a solid, good video. They did kind of what we hoped they would do. But over time, I learned that that's one formula, which is kind of cool, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do. And over time, I just kept spending time online, learning about YouTube, started a whole vlogging scene, kind of take off, and like the connection it can build with an audience. Because those videos were cool, like they get a lot of views, but it's totally different to having, let's say, 10,000 people see your videos every week versus a video that gets 500,000 views over a year. It's a totally different type of audience. They're not really that engaged into who you are and what you're doing. They just happen to see a cool video, and that's how it took off. And yeah, for me, it's just kind of grown into trying to create opportunity. My whole pursuit of this has always been like having just enough to get by and always wanting just to create opportunities to continue doing what I wanted to do. And that's why I went into making as good videos as I can, get really good at photos. So basically within kiting, I would have something that would bring value to someone, whether it be a kiteboarder or a brand, that I would have something that even if I'm not doing the best tricks in the world, if I'm not the best competitor, I have something that's I can use to like continue to create more cool kite opportunities. So yeah, that's kind of how this whole journey started. <laughs> But why did, why did you both choose for the entrepreneurship? Because it's, I don't know, it's it was kind of like, I've never really seen it. Again, it was when I met Jake and I was like, oh, you've never worked a nine to five? Like, you've, how, how have you not? Because coming from Europe, everyone, you leave college, you go to work, and it's just what you do. It's, you find a job and you might not like it, you might like it. That's just how, I guess, the world works. And maybe it's changing now, I've not been there a while. But yeah, it's changed yeah. a lot in the past few years. But I feel like it wasn't until I moved here and I saw people doing it themselves and I saw it firsthand, I saw that Jake wasn't, you know fully employed and it was all him and I was like it definitely opened my eyes to being like oh wow like I can actually work for myself I can actually do this and and yeah that's where it came from for me I mean I'm still figuring it out like the art stuff's definitely pushing me and making me go ahead that way as well as some other things but yeah but when, when you start uh, a journey like this mm. You'll, you will invite chaos in your life, right? Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. That's yeah. like a very good topic to talk about. Yeah. Because a lot of times people see, you know, you kind of don't have a normal job or whatever, and they think it's a dream. And, like, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. For sure there's um, good sides to what we're doing. You are kind of in control of your life. But it's also, yeah, it's hell. It's not secure. There's a lot of ups and downs. And it's, like, so hard to kind of get to the stage where you kind of just surviving you know so that, and that's the thing with social media that we realize now too is like it's become pretty one-sided a lot of content is, is perfect and it just continues to be perfect forever and it's like that's not really what's actually happening you know and that's something i'm working on to try and integrate a bit more into my content as well because you see like an awesome video but you don't know like the stress just to get the shots or like all the headache that went into just making the story work and you know It does end up being pretty sick, but it's definitely not easy, you know? Um, so, yeah, like, I guess we could talk a little bit about this, though, like, you know, the fears of pursuing something like this, because, you know, a lot of people 
would love to do what they love and yeah. chase the dream, but like it's scary. And like for me, I was fortunate because I started this journey super young. Like from ten eleven, I had one goal to be a pro kiteboarder, to do that as much as possible. And that was the goal. Like, I didn't really know how I would do it or the specifics of what would happen. But I started teaching at a kite school, which gave me access to, you know, being able to kite quite often. And I just never lost sight of the goal. I didn't really, I was able to make enough money to, like, just, you know, survive and continue doing my thing. And it was always about doing what I love. If I just had enough just to survive, that's perfect. I'm going to continue doing, doing, doing. Whereas, like, a lot of people may end up, you know, in a nine to five where you're making pretty good money maybe and like you're comfortable, yeah. mm-hmm. but you may not be as happy as you want to be. And it's a super scary thing to be like, oh, I wish I could chase my dream, but I'm pretty, it's hard to leave something that's super comfortable, you know? Yeah, but you say it correct. Um, you're chasing the dream. So you're not chasing success because when you chase success, it will run from you. It, it doesn't work. So, you know, you, it's like happiness, right? Happiness is a thing that comes to you and um, you you just accept it. And it's like success as well. You can force these kind of thing, I think. You just have to, you know, do um, put out your best effort and then see how it goes from there. If you chase success, it will definitely run. If that's your main goal, you will never be successful, I think. And one day, you know, when you... You know, you keep on going with your, what you're doing, then the success will come to you. And you're like, I don't need it anymore, man. I, 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 oh, yeah, I'm not, I don't care about the success. Oh, it's nice. Oh, there are a lot of people. You know, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, take care of people. Yeah, relax, yeah. relax. And if you're, like, forcing that too much or you're uh, putting too much pressure on it, it will run away because that it doesn't like that as well. So, you know. I think that's that's uh, a thing when you when you actually when you think that um, you're putting too much effort in stuff, you need to, you need to uh, refocus. You need to put your strategy somewhere else because um, you shouldn't need uh, to put like a lot of effort in stuff. You know, it should go like fluently. And, yeah. And if you feel like that, change it. You know, change your your strategies. Change your your way of of um, doing business because it won't work then if you if you do it like that. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Like it's, I think it goes both ways though. In the beginning, for me, even now these days, it is still you still have to force it a little bit, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. When you first start, you're like, "This is hard. I, I'm done. I, I can't do it." <laughs> but you actually like you gotta like if you really want to do something, you gotta force it. Like there's no other option. Either you do it. And, like, you kind of get closer to what you want want to really do, mm-hmm. or you don't, and you just stay where you're at. So, like, for sure, you don't want to, like, kill yourself with stress, but you you do have to, like, hold yourself accountable and make sure you're doing it. Because the biggest thing with, like, what we're all doing is, like, no one's going to tell you, you know, to go and do it. If you don't do it, it just doesn't get done. So it's, like, you always have to have that little bit of, you know. Extra push. Just to remind yourself that you are doing something that not everyone's may want to do, you even know? This mo- even yesterday, I could have not bothered to do that time-lapse I wanted to put on Instagram, but had I not bothered, it, bothered to do it, I wouldn't have made the sale that I did this morning. Yeah, yeah, it's so, so crazy, it's yeah. Like you have to put it out there just so people know as well. Like, it might have been a little, a little extra work, a little more stress, but yeah. had I not have pushed that hour yesterday and been like, right, I'm going to sit down and do this now rather than go kite, like, I wouldn't have had anything to put on Instagram this morning and that person wouldn't have brought yeah. anything, you know? So it's just... 
I think the biggest thing is just to think long term too. Yeah, definitely. Like what we're doing is a long term plan. It's not like, oh, I'm going to, you know, make five drawings and be set forever. It's like more of I want to just be able to continue to create and continue to grow in the long term where I can just hopefully support myself doing exactly what I enjoy doing every day. So I have, I have a little question for uh, Megan here. Mm -hmm. uh, Megan, you're just, you're uh, so talented with your drawings. I really like them. I'm going to buy a bunch of these t-shirts because oh, yeah man I, I, I envy the, I envy these um, <laughs> but you know you you at this moment you can't make a, a real living out of it uh, mm. not yet because you just started no, right no. you did yeah. that for two weeks or something yeah. so when is the point that you decide man I need to do this full time and stop um, my my uh, restaurant job I and mean, wait Even now, having I've done it for two weeks, I'm ready to just bite the bullet and do it. Already. But it is, it is the comfort zone of, oh, I can still go to work tonight. Because my hours are only in the evenings. I only work five, maybe six o'clock until, it depends, sometimes ten, sometimes twelve. But it's, it's convenient hours for the lifestyle we have out here, which is why it's so easy to hold on to that job. But do you like it? But uh, certain aspects of it, no. I don't like the work part of it, but I do like meeting new people and... Talking to people about stuff and just going and the group that I work with are really fun to work with. But yeah, at the same time I am still taking pizzas and I'm still clearing people's plates and like that's the downside to it and it's my comfort zone. But yeah, I am ready to just bite the bullet and just say right, let's just put everything into art. But it's just difficult because that is my only income. Yeah. And art definitely helps and I definitely have that side bit of money now coming in. But yeah, it's hard. It's a tough thing, you know. And it's what are your thoughts on that, Charlie? Well. It's um, a tough thing when you, you know, when it's your main income, it's a tough thing. Sure. I think you need to jump. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing. Take the jump. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. if I look at my story, <laughs> I, I was a bartender trying to set up my company. Didn't work. Mm -hmm. I had to uh, work late hours. Became very uh, tired, not uh, delivering the, the work I could. And it didn't work. And then my ex-girlfriend, she actually said, you're going to quit the job or I? And, well, that pulled the trigger mm -hmm. for me. So yeah. I quit my job. I didn't have any income, nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, whoa, how am I going to make ends meet? Man? Mm -hmm. This is hard. And then a week after that, my biggest customer became my customer for 10 yeah. years. Wow, yeah. And that made me... Make, made me yeah. um, Yeah. But do you think it was? Do you think it was quitting that job that got you that customer, or do you think well, it was just luck? just the universe? Just the it's the universe. universe. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's little timing. bit of alignment. You know, the yeah. universe. Fortune favors the bold. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you don't jump, your parachute will never open. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, de I, I definitely, I definitely get that. I definitely feel like I need to just do that, but. It's, it's tricky. It's just that fear of like, what if I don't make it? Or am I going to have to go back to the restaurant and my tail between my legs and be like, can I have my job back? Because <laughs> no, no. I don't want to no, do you, that, you, you know? Do, what you should do, actually, I think, I think you should do the uh, fear setting exercise of Tim Ferriss. Mm -hmm. So what could happen if I take this step? In mm -hmm. the worst case scenario, yeah. and just write it up, look it up on the internet. It's yeah, great. Yeah, I think I think I watched that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, I'm not going to explain. The people can look it up, but that will help you because mm -hmm. you will see. Oh, it isn't that bad if this happens. All right, yeah. okay. In the in the worst case scenario, this is going to happen. Yeah. Okay, and then that. Well, I could still eat. You know, there's a 
guy next to you who's doing quite well, <laughs> you know, yeah, oh, he could wow. work a little bit harder then. Yeah. So yeah. no, man, I think yeah, you know, I don't want to push people too much because you know when you're, you have yeah. an intuitive uh, feeling of your path, yeah. and I think yeah. that feedback you get from yourself every time. Yeah. That's when you, you you know when you need to do this. Yeah, and you I, know have, I have a goal in mind. I have to get through Christmas. Maybe then we've got a trip coming up end of January. Maybe that my goal is to be like, okay, by the time our trip comes up and we go on the trip, I'm not going to go back to the restaurant. So that gives me two months to really get the ball rolling on my art stuff, and I'll um I'll see how it is. I don't know if that's just pushing it. You know, no, no, no. It's okay. Down the line it's still a little bit like mm, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. I'll discover it, but you know, you, yeah. you need little steps. I think you know, just just build up a little momentum, and then. Yeah. You will create your life then, you know, yeah. you, you don't create it in one day. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's only been two weeks, so I just got to say. It's a little early, baby. But it's what you said, like, about the exercise. What is the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. You probably find another job if yeah. you... Well, and yeah. And this is called, what, the Tim Ferriss Fair Exercise or, or what? Yeah. I've done it. I'm sure yeah, I've, I've heard of it too, but I just want to like for people who are listening, so they can, if they're in the same situation, they can actually go look it up and find it and try it. It's called fear setting. If fear you setting, Google yeah. fear setting, Tim Ferriss, you will you will find it. Yeah. Perfect. Online. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's so true that that whole thing though is because yeah, once you calculate those risks, like you, it just allows you to attack it more with a more of a clear vision, you know. Yeah. And it's so true too because like for me, I could make money doing different things, like, but I I have this goal of what I want to do. And, like, that's my main focus. I almost rather, like, not make the money I could make. Like, maybe there's teaching lessons or whatever. But I have this goal of building this online business where I can, like, totally live off that one thing. And that's that's the priority. So, for sure, you've you got to make money where you can when you're doing something like this. But you never lose sight of, like, the main goal. Like, what's the dream? The dream life. What is that? Write it down and, like, remember what it is and, like, never lose sight of that no matter what's. But that's difficult you, you know? because how how do you keep track of <laughs> what you're doing? Because there are a lot of side ways we are feeling. Yeah. Uh, how do you get not distracted by other things? Other things as in what? Well, your main goal is like uh, building up an audience, but there are probably lots of opportunities that come across. How do you keep focused on your main goal because you get distracted so easily yeah for me there's not that many distractions like because what i'm doing is there's it's all kind of under the same umbrella because my goal is to build obviously because for me there's a few pillars like the online audience is one section of it but the overall goal is to be able to like build a business off of kiteboarding which is what i like doing which is you know stoking people out teaching people That's kind of what I kind of enjoy doing, as well as traveling to cool kite spots and stuff like that. So there are a few different pillars where those are kind of my focus. It's not just on one specific thing. I mean, it's all based around kiting and creating, like, opportunities within that. But, yeah, it's not necessarily, I guess, focused on, like, one specific thing. Like, I have something like Patreon, which I'm trying to grow, but it's an idea and it's a tough thing to build. So I'm also, you know, not going to say no to... Uh, coaching people and getting that real life connection and then leading them to my online thing and talking to them about Patreon and stuff like that. Just kind of like how I did with you guys. You guys are now actually Patreon. So like for me, it's just being 
focused enough on like creating regular content and having that goal of you know wanting to be able to build that online audience that is continuing to fuel what I'm doing, but also being open to just other opportunities within kiting. Like I don't really stray from kiting. I could do more video work, which is just a different thing, which is just shooting videos for whatever random thing. But I don't want to do that. I want to focus on kiting and really create awesome content for kiteboarding. So, if that but makes you, sense. Yeah, but you say, you say it correctly. You focus. That's a, a main thing. Yeah. You know, if you don't focus, people, um, they don't know, where, okay, when we uh, want to see, like, great videos of kiting, well, we need to go to Jay Kelsic then. And if you're the guy who does everything, make the travel videos, make the feel-good videos, make everything, and yeah. you don't focus, then people don't know where they can go for it. So, and people would not recommend you for for something like that. Oh, you want to learn kiting? Check out Jake's videos. They're awesome. Yeah. And that focus, it's scary because you want to do everything. You want to please your audience, right? Like you get feedback. Oh, Jake, can you, could you do yeah, this? Yeah. Could you do this yeah. more? Yeah. Maybe Megan, you know, with her drawings. Oh, could you, could you just, you know, I have this or... Uh, I have a cat. Can you draw a cat like that, or uh, yeah, can, you, can you add something like to your paintings? And if you if you step in that route, you you you'll yeah. get yourself in trouble. I think. Yeah. Yeah, for Definitely. sure. For sure. And the thing is, what what people um, really do is like they they chase the dream, but on a day to day basis, they are like watching Netflix and scrolling through Instagram all day. Yeah. And. You know, then they will never uh, reach that dream, I think. You just, yeah. you know, you need to to create awesome days every day, right? So every day is a good day. And, you know, sometimes you're you're very successful and sometimes you're very happy and sometimes you're not. But, you know, that's not the main goal, you know. In the end, you will create the awesome life with that and not chasing the big dream. Because if you chase the big dream, you should look what's in front of you. You know, the most simple answers uh, are always in front of you. It's like, how would this look like if things were easy? You know, how, mm. would, how would my life look like then? And and uh, focusing on the, the big distance, yeah, I think that's always be a chimeral there. Is that a word? Chimeral, like a, a dream never been reached. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, as good as English. Uh, but yeah. I think yeah, it's a, a, I think it's yeah. a word. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. I wish I could help, but don't yeah. know. <laughs> Caribbean lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just, just make things easier for yourself as well. Don't complicate stuff, right? Yeah. Because you, you know intuitively what's good for you and, yeah. and what's not. So. Even what to draw sometimes. I'm like, I don't know what to draw. I don't know what to do. And then I just go on my own Instagram. I'm like, okay, people actually really like this. I actually really enjoy doing that. Let me just draw something to your kiting, and then I just know people are going to love it, and it's simple, and they just that's what they're expecting. Yeah. As well, I think if you suddenly change what you were saying, like what you were saying, if you suddenly started doing, if I started drawing, I don't know, <laughs> and if I started drawing something completely different, no one would have any interest in it because it's not what they know me for. Yeah. You know, and you're going to lose people because it's not a kiteboarding drawing or it's not an animal drawing or something. Yeah. So you definitely have to find your niche, and then once you can find it and you find your style and you believe it, people are going to follow it. Um, you need to choose as well, I think, with that. So um, you, you can't please everybody. No. So And um, it's like, you know, you're the brand Red Bull. 50% of the people hate it. 50% mm. of the people love it. Mm. 
-hmm. And that's what they are chasing, right? Like the, that diversity. Because if you you will keep yourself in the middle, you know, nobody will will, will buy your yeah will really like your paintings and yeah. yeah. I think that's a, a, an important thing. To yeah, keep I think them. the key thing too is just to do what's true to you. you know, you know, figure out what you really like, figure out what you really like doing, and obviously, you know, you react to the audience a little bit, but you have to like actually figure out what you want to do. And that took me a while too to like, because in the beginning. It's easy to say, you know, don't get influenced, but you, you want opportunity. You can't, you're trying to create traction. And in the beginning, it's, I think it's okay to experiment a lot and figure out what you like doing that works, what you don't like doing but it works. Like just experiment as much as you can and then continue, but never lose sight of what you actually want to do. Because the worst thing is, imagine you blew up for drawing dog faces. Yeah. Viral. Boom. Million, yeah. Like, now you got a million followers and everyone wants to see dog faces, but you yeah. just hate drawing dog right. faces. Yeah. It's like, man, it's like almost worse than a 9 to 5 because you've like now built your prison. You're locked into this thing and like, if you don't want to do that, you're, you're kind of in a tough spot, you know? So be very aware of like what you want to do. Like, this, that should be an idea you think about all the time. What would I actually want to do every day? And try to figure out ways to... You know. I think that's very important, yeah. yeah. For us, um, we love photography, and uh, we noticed on Instagram, like, we had a lot of photos, but the photos where we were on were actually the best, or the most likes they got, but we don't like it at all, being yeah. in front of the camera, and then it's such a dilemma, okay, should we do what works, or should we really do what we like yeah and okay yeah. you can do what works but in the end i think you it's have not to gonna do work. what you like otherwise you're just not going to end up doing yeah it. you're going to build your own prison <laughs> yeah. you know and then you just be like oh i don't want to do it <laughs> it's <laughs> not a long-term <laughs> thing i guess yeah but it's really hard because when you see something is working then you want to do that yeah yeah it's so tough. it's really scary to choose <laughs> yeah continue <laughs> yeah and you should you know you should be in hurry uh of learning stuff instead of um, hurrying to get the validation. The validation will come if you stick to yourself, if you will be authentic, then in the end you will find your crew, mm -hmm. you will find your people. So, you know, and if you step away from that path, you're going to end up burned out, I think, because you don't mm -hmm. like what you're actually doing. So. I think that's a, uh, a great problem at the moment. Uh, with a, no, it's not a great problem at the moment. It's, it's starting. That a lot of people are away from their purpose and that they are just doing stuff just to get money. And, you know, I don't, I don't think that should never be the... <laughs> 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 it should never be the aim, I think. Yeah. Yeah, good point, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at this time we're gonna invite the little crickets because we're obviously on the uh, in the Caribbean. Time, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. It's crickets good. are waking up. You know, it's good. I think podcasts are easy, but you know, there's a lot of a lot of noises you gotta edit out sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, this is this has been fun. You know, it's cool because. A lot of people want to pursue the dream and do do what they love, but it's it's hard, you know. And as Megan said earlier in the episode, like it's pretty important to kind of be around people who get what you're trying to do or who are doing what you're kind of doing. And back in the day, that was hard, 
you actually had to know someone physically like whoa he's cool he makes his stuff whatever like you had to know him personally but now there's so many people everyone's online everyone's on instagram everyone has a youtube channel so you can follow lots of people and like soak up so much knowledge and become they can become your mentor without you ever have actually knowing them you know so the knowledge is out there the platforms are there it's just to like you know make the jump be ready to like figure things out and just really like play the long game and you know it, sh- it will work out eventually I really am, am interested in these kind of topics because we, we ourselves are struggling as well so mm-hmm. you know every day is um, is a new beginning of okay how are we going to figure out uh, this and how are we going to do this and how, um, well to become successful I think the, the main important thing is that you be happy on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. or an hour-on-hour basis because I have an example when you just create a book and um, um, while writing that book you're uh, not giving attention to your family and you're just you know being rude to people on the streets because you're focused to to end up your book and blah 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 and then in the end your book is finished and you sell like two million copies then it's not a success because you've put so much negative energy in the world. So the success part is just be happy every day what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And like Jake said, add value, you know, uh, make people happy. And and in the beginning, you won't get paid for that. So, you know, it takes a while. If you want to start this journey, man, at least it will take you like two years at least to become like making a little bit of money and 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 start your dream life after that but you know you should um stick to that i think because a lot of people think that a lot of successes are like overnight successes yeah and they aren't but anyone who thinks that just doesn't get it no you know if you think that you got a lot of learning to do to like, like jake is lucky he's a good looking guy you know he's he's a pro kiter he's yep. he, you know and uh, he has a nice girlfriend yeah yeah and he lives in antigua so there's like a lot of wind there yeah i could do that you know if i would uh, if i would uh, live there i could i could uh, live that uh, dream but it isn't because you know we we see what you're doing here at the island. You know we see you recording videos and working and keep it, trying to keep the balance and stuff yeah, because yeah. that's the hardest thing I think when you work for yourself. You know when am I gonna enjoy yeah. the moment and when I, when is it just purely working? Yeah, for sure it's tough when you work Thank for yourself. You know, and especially when you do what I'm doing, it's it's a dream. You know you feel very grateful to be doing what you're doing so you never want to like not work hard enough to continue doing what you're doing and that's kind of the biggest thing where it's a good thing because it it forces you to like make sure you're always doing work but it's also like it can make you hate what you're doing some days because you're just burnt out and tired and like yes this is a dream but I fucking hate it I don't want to edit anymore I don't want to film another video but then you know once you take a little break you realize that you know you're just tired grumpy and you know there's lots of fun to still be had so yeah it's, it's tricky work-life balance does it exist does it exist so, yeah. do, so do you bring your camera like every day yeah most Everywhere? times i always have my camera uh, a camera somewhere but now i've gotten a bit better where like i always have i have a plan and usually yeah. i'm planning to shoot something whereas in the beginning i wanted to just film everything which is something that works for some people but for me it was just it's too hard it's too much work and it's not effective it's not really bringing value to people doing that type of content for me. 
so yeah, now I kind of plan most stuff and you're more structured. In yeah, more structured. Having a plan is good. Don't yeah. over plan, but a simple plan is a powerful plan. So um, to wrap things up a bit, where do you want this to go? What what is the dream life for you? Mm. Instead of just you know, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great question, man. I mean, for me, the dream life is to kind of it's complicated. I, don't, I haven't planned it out enough to give you a simple answer, but basically, it's to continue to create opportunities within kiting and you know get to travel for kiting, get to continue to create and educate people about kiteboarding, and basically make a sustainable business yeah. off kiteboarding. That's kind of my overall goal. And Megan, that's the big one, the, the, yeah. the dream. You're like two weeks in. I don't know if you haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> no, but for you it's sick because for me, I, I've studied like, because I think I'm obsessed with like looking at people who are doing what you want to do. And like Megan, there are a few girls who are like killing it with the art and doing basically kind of what Megan's wanting to do. And like you can kind of see the blueprint from what they're doing. So it's for sure doable. Yeah, there's definitely potential out there. For me, just not having to be anywhere at a specific time for a boss or for someone else or just being able to say, right, today I would like to focus on this, this and this and then it becomes something that other people enjoy, like they want to buy it, they want to see it or just, yeah, I don't know. Anything to do with art, anything to do with drawing, anything creative and I'll be there. Yeah. What about you guys? What's your your, uh, dream life? What are you working so hard to achieve? It's a tough question. That's really tough. You have the answer, but it's hidden in your mind somewhere, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I I stepped off, like, the long-term planning, I guess. Um, we made a lot of plans in the last years, and it all turned out differently. So I kind of... Um, I'm not making plans anymore. I'm just... Um, doing on a daily basis what I like to do and I think that is what being successful is. I think success is being interpreted, misinterpreted a lot by people. Successful Mm -hmm. is mainly um, used to describe like work a lot and earn a lot of money but I don't think anyone will be very lucky with that. So I think, um, yeah, just being happy on a day-to-day basis, and I don't know what the future really holds, but I just see yeah. what's next. Yeah. 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 Sure. And I actually, now thinking back, I did write down my dream life plan. I've just remembered it. Basically, it's a few things. It's to be happy and time-free. That's, like, the yeah, most valuable it. thing to me is to be able to, like, actually mm-hmm. wake up every day and be happy with who I am and what I'm doing. And also be in control of my time where I can decide to spend all day with you guys or spend all day making a video. I get to choose what I do with my time. Yeah. Well, that is a new luxury, right? Yeah. Time. Most valuable asset. Invest it wisely. You can (laughs) invest it into watching Netflix all day or you can invest it into making something that's going to help you in the future, you know? And just your freedom, just like you said, that you don't have to be like somewhere, someplace. Making money for someone else. Yeah. Yeah, you have a nice saying. Hard choices, easy life. Easy choices, hard life. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take you a lot of time to get there, but in the end, you know, you will feel so much fulfilled with what you, you chased all that all that time. Yeah, for sure, man. And I like, I like Lucy's day-to-day. That's pretty powerful, too. 
because you know you got to have the long-term plan but it's also you know you got to live every day and enjoy every moment and you know life is short but life is long so you got to really you know make the most out of everything you're doing and be happy with what you're doing you know there's it's a grind it's a long-term thing but make sure you kind of try your best to build it into something you enjoy chipping away at every day you know all right guys so yeah that was a fun little episode um if you want to check out megan you can find her at megan annex show or life of megan.com and then you can also find loose and charlie at their beginner on instagram and also you can find me on youtube instagram at jake kelsick uh hopefully you guys found some value in today's episode because uh, the whole goal of this podcast is just to kind of shine some light on being able to wake up every day and do what you love and give just try and spark ideas and show you ways that it is doable it's not easy it's not guaranteed but it is doable all right guys uh i guess see you in the next episode peace up and big ups